Hi, Tim Ard here. I often get asked about uh, the use of bore cuts and wedges. Uh, a lot of people ask and say, do you, do you always use a wedge on every tree? Do you always use a bore cut on every tree? And the answer is no. A lot of times in the videos, what you see is, is that you know, people are fairly either new to chainsaw operation or they have a lot of experience in one type of felling or cutting. And so in the training processes that we go through, we go back to the basics and look at different things. And a lot of times uh, injuries with the saws, uh, cuts and lacerations anyway, are caused by the reactive forces of the saw. People talk about kickback. They don't understand a lot of the, the, the videos that I produce and the training that those videos come from more or less is uh, new users or users that aren't uh, accustomed to felling trees and those kind of things. They may use the chainsaw for storm cleanup and a lot of uh, uh, cleanup processes, city, county, and state, but they, they don't necessarily always uh, fell a lot of trees and especially larger ones. But in the training, we start off with and we look at a planning process, hazards and obstacles, the lean of the tree, where you're going to escape to, how much hinge, how long and how thick it should be, and then how to back cut the tree. Well, a bore cut has a lot of opportunities. And I always tell people, you know, they say, well, I'm not real comfortable with bore cutting or using the tip of the, the saw. But in reality, if you understand the reactive forces, which that's, you know, kick back, push back, pull in, uh, that any operator of chainsaw should understand, then you, you will understand too that it gives you a lot of possibilities. Heavy forward leaning trees, smaller back leaning trees, hollow trees, or knowing if the fiber is good or bad. All of that is something that a bore cut or plunge cut can tell you. And we still cut trees from the back uh, if they have slight forward lean or larger trees that we can start the back cut and place a wedge. But the bore cut gives us the opportunity to slow down. And many of the trees in the training, I set up that way. Uh, I want to go against the lean. So in other words, we're trying to take every tree from its back lean to forward lean. It slows down the process. It helps people to think more about the notch and the hinge and placement of the wedge to support the weight of the tree. So I, I do that quite, quite often. And so in, in some of our, our, our videos, that's, that's what you see. Uh, it's, it's set up to where the, uh, the participants are, are utilizing bore cuts that helps them to understand how they work and then it, uh, it enables me to be able to talk them through a lot of processes that are, are sometimes very dangerous if you don't have a lot of experience in that. So the other thing about wedging is, is that people start to, to think about, yeah, I'll just, I'll just get a rope or I'll get uh, some type of machine. But wedging should really be your first step in the use of those machines or ropes because that way you can set your hinge, you can support the tree, already have the rope or the machine uh, staged and ready to go, and then be able to utilize those. But in a lot of cases, if you understand the, the wedging lift process, you can be able to take pretty large trees over without a lot of wedging going on. But uh, in the videos, sometimes you see it taking a while, but that's because probably they didn't have the hinge or the nods or there was a Dutchman or a bypass, those kinds of things that, that are taking place. In this particular video that you see here, he'd already cut the, 
the low side or the bad side of the tree, we call it. He's placed a wedge. I'm instructing him there to make sure not undercut or overcut that wedge on the other side because the tree will sit back on his saw. It's supported with that wedge. So now he places, uh, completes the cut out the back, he places another wedge, and then is able to drive those two wedges to take this tree forward. If I remember correctly, this tree had about three foot of back lean on it. So it had to be either pushed or pulled or wedged over in that direction. And this is one of the first larger trees that this gentleman has, has worked with. He's on a right-of-way crew, mostly cleaning brush from bucket and, and uh, along the, the power lines. So quite, quite interesting as you, as you start to, uh, to see what takes place and, and how these things can, uh, can affect us. And so uh, check out some of our other videos. It goes through a lot of the process of the information as well as forward lean, back lean, side lean, and height measure to be able to determine some different things. I've got uh, about 350 videos on the site at, at Forest Apps, that's F-O-R-E-S-T-A-P-P-S, or you can just Google, you know, Tim Ard and it'll come up. But it's uh, at Forest Apps, uh, the, the uh, YouTube site, and you can scan through quite a number of videos on there. Also, we have a podcast series that's out along the Forest Apps Road, which I go through and discuss a lot of our travels and training programs that we have going on and a lot of interesting interviews and topics. So check those out and don't forget to subscribe to each one of those so that you'll be alerted when we have new content coming out. So I appreciate you dropping by. We thank you very much. I hope to see you along the Forest Apps Road in the future. And this is Tim Ard wishing you good sawing. Also, uh, check back weekly for new episodes. And don't forget to subscribe. We'll let you know when new videos come out, different topics. And also, if you have any topics that you'd like me to pick up and spend some time on, make video on, explain more about, please do so.